Welcome to the Dental Business Guide Podcast. From money to marketing to management, this podcast will help you run a better dental business. Welcome back to the Samara Podcast. I'm George, and once again, I'm here with Aaron, our Managing Director of Samara Business Advisors, our walking dictionary of dental business, as I've mentioned before. You name it. Um, so, you know, Aaron's, you've got you know, 20 years experience, over 20 years of experience, I should say, working as an accountant, working as a dental business um, guru, or expert, you, you name it. <laughs> and, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you've, you know, you, you've grown your life. You've obviously helped with um, Smith, your wife, build the Neem Tree Dental Group and you, know, you name it. Like, I, I'm young. I'm, I'm 23. You know, I... Yeah. I I can say I can speak for most young dentists who want to become their own their own practice owner. They want to do all this thought, and but they don't know where to start. Sure. So let's sure. start simply, you know, financial wise. You know, what can I do to save money to, you know, to start my own practice? Okay. All right. Good. Good. Good, good questions, George. And I think. Um, it's so important that you get the foundations right. And uh, you're right, you're, you're 23. And I meet many 23, 20-something dentists or speak to many in their 20s and 30s who um, need that financial support, financial acumen, okay? And it's not taught at dental school. Um, and you have to pick it up along the way and perhaps learn from family members or friends or listen to podcasts like this, okay? So this is my kind of 10-minute summary or, or points of what I think potentially particularly associate dentists need to consider okay when um trying to make sure they have a, a stable financial future for, for the for themselves yeah. okay so having deal with having oh, our firm deals with hundreds of associate dentists out there um i suppose the first point i want to get across is and i think maybe people have learned from lockdown but really want to stress this point also is Never try and keep up with the Joneses, okay? There are too many dentists trying to compete with each other and they're all very competitive and I've got the latest car or I've got the latest piece of kit or I've got, um, I'm earning more here and there. In life, okay, the, the number one rule in my book is never try and keep up with the Joneses, okay? Because it'll just drive you mad, drive you crazy and you'll never be happy, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. You'll never be happy. Nice so problem. that's not pure financial, but it's a, it's related to financial. So do what you can and be, just be content within yourself, okay? Okay. I suppose number two really is related to my age, my age, okay? When I was in my 20s, there was no such thing as Instagram or Facebook or any social media. And I guess what or we've seen... Internet. Yeah, the, we had the internet, <laughs> that's right. It came about, and it was kind of when I was at university, the internet came about. So yeah. now we've got so many social media platforms out there from oh, Instagram to yeah, TikTok to, to name it. And, yeah. yeah, now my children are kind of use these things as well and I'm, I'm a bit of a, um, a dinosaur when it comes to some of them I do use them myself but I think what you have to do is if you see if you see anything on Instagram or see anything on Facebook just always question it okay yeah. um, it would appear that everyone's having this billionaire lifestyle driving or flying on private jets they aren't yeah okay yeah. I've um, been seeing that actually there's like I think it was um, somewhere there was a private plane set you can rent and these correct. like uh, influencers in, in you know, mm. air quotes um were renting it out pretending they're going to bali and you yeah. know you name it and yeah. well, an actual matter of fact they're just you know on the suburbs of a city you know correct that's it that, that, but i have actually been reading up on stories of um young influencers and that lot who pretend to live this outlandish lifestyle and they're actually near enough broke broke 
Yeah, yeah they're broke. They're just they're trying broke. to pretend that they've got this outlandish Correct, lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just so be careful what you see because again that impacts you financially. If you see someone's got the latest handbag or car or whatever, just don't believe it. Okay, just, salt, just be really. careful. Take it with a pinch of salt. Bottom line. Yeah. Okay. Number three, and I know dentists have a a very kind of um, they they earn well. Okay, and then the easiest thing to buy is buying a flash car. And I know many dentists who have done this, made this mistake, bought the fancy Porsche or maybe even a Ferrari or something, okay, just to prove something. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's very nice to drive, okay, but it's probably, it's a depreciating asset and oh, very much so, yeah. it's not going to really set you up for the future, okay? No. Um, if you're going to buy a car today and these days, I'd certainly recommend you buy an electric car, okay? I there's certain tax especially advantages. If especially if you live in London like you're like yourself. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And there's certain tax advantages which can be had and um, which can help. Um, so I'm sure you might think about that. So if you need a car, Think electric. It's also better for the environment, so they say. Um, and uh, that's that's my, my my view on cars. Okay, I think my fourth point here really is: um, don't try to avoid tax. Okay, tax is going to be here. It's been here for for us with us from the beginning. Okay, they say death and taxes are inevitable, and tax most certainly is. And if you're going to try and do any naughty type of planning or schemes, um, nine times out of ten they'll come back and bite you so yeah plan for the tax plan for what you have to pay okay rule of thumb if you're uh, making earnings always put away around a third of your income into kind of a tax account or tax bank account where at the end of the year you can pay your taxes from right. at least you've got the money then to do it it's just a rule of thumb for for the self-employed people out there okay oh. um the other point really number five i want to get across is pay for proper financial advice or professional advice okay um, if you're going to get things free, you rarely get the quality that you want. Okay, happily check out our YouTube, listen to this podcast. You'll get lots of advice and things like that. But I'm I'm not going to give you specific advice just based on tailored to your interests and that. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Everyone has a different agenda. Everyone has different needs. Someone has someone might have a, a house issue. Someone might have a tax issue. Whatever property issues, you need to pay for the right advisors. Okay, don't scrimp on the right advisors because I certainly wouldn't scrimp on getting the right dentist to look after my teeth okay um as they say cheap is very rarely good okay mm. you get what um, you get you get what you pay for totally totally 100 yeah. and as i've got older my experience of that is more and more valid more important more and more important you get what you pay for yeah definitely uh now my rule six really is um cut your coat according to your cloth i know it's a chinese proverb but it's so easy and looking at the points i raised earlier um if you're earning a certain amount, only spend that certain amount. Don't go out and blow it all and have massive credit card bills to pay, which cost you money, um, which are expensive, or get payday loans or short-term funding. Who cares what other people think about you, okay? Just cut your coat according to your cloth. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense, George? Yeah. yeah. More or less, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm not very good one of her uh, metaphors and that lot, so... Fair enough. I'm, okay. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> all right, you're 23, I'll let you off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, number seven, save. Yes, it's boring, but save every month. Um, I know interest rates are not particularly exciting, but you could put this type of money um, into not necessarily a normal savings account, you could put it even into an ISA, okay? Um, but an ISA is tax-free, Um any capital gains or any um, income tax, tax-free. And an ISA can be cash, but also it can be a, um, what's it called? A, uh, you can put put it into shares, okay? And I'll talk about shares another day, okay? But 
save, put money aside and maybe set up a direct debit every month that you can't access to that money easily. And therefore that money's going into that savings account and lo and behold, after 12 months, you've got a nice deposit for a house or a dental practice or anything. But bottom line, start saving. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I, I fall on. I try to save as much as possible, but obviously the problem is, as you said, put it somewhere you can't reach easily. For yeah. myself, I... I have with I go with one bank for my savings account, my current account, you name it, everything. And mm. unfortunately, I can go into my online banking and just move money over and that lot. So, yeah. unfortunately, I'm a I'm massively at fault on that. And well, one yeah. one of the tips there, George, is that I know it's about it's it's dull, and you could even get a, an account. You can even get a bank account still thing where you don't have online banking, so you can't actually yeah. access it. Um, so you just stick it in there and it goes there every month and you kind of forget about it but five years down yeah. the line you realise oh shit I've been putting 200 quid a month in that bank account well it was a nice amount there and you, if you ever needed it in, a, in a, on a rainy day yeah, and, exactly. I sure, I'm, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people needed money during this last 12 months oh, well, because of out. COVID yeah, yeah, and if you've had that rainy day fund it would have been very very helpful yes. so it's not just for savings but it's also for a rainy day fund yeah perfect okay next really thought process is um, get onto the property ladder Okay, if you can, um, and you've got enough savings in it as a deposit, and you can either as a homeowner or as an investor. Over time, over the last 10 years, for instance, the market has risen, okay, and ultimately you would build equity in your properties, and you can then pay off your mortgage whilst with your, with your income that's coming through. Um, so if you can, property is relatively safe investment, um, and it's helpful um, for securing um debt against it in the event if you buy a practice further down the line okay banks like to see that you've got property behind you and that you've made a sensible choice of buying a property and rather than paying rent on a month-by-month basis okay uh next rule really is about debt okay um i mentioned it briefly early but credit card debt is a bad thing okay um because the interest rates maybe 20 30 percent horrifically high ludicrous amounts aren't yeah yeah horrific okay so really you don't want to get yourself into a situation where interest keeps accumulating each month this is a recipe for financial disaster okay so um because every month then more interest is added and it's just compounded worse and worse and that debt basically balloons so pay off your expensive debt if you've got debt of credit card make that the first thing you pay off everything else can be paid off afterwards pay your credit card debt um and then I, I did mention this earlier in terms of start saving, but I will go into a bit more detail here about the ISA, okay? Um, tax-free savings, okay? You can, as I said, invest it in shares, you can invest it in cash. And really, the beauty of this is, let's say you bought a share and you bought it for £1, and if it goes up to £2, i.e. doubled in price, which is great, fantastic return, um, that gain of £1 per share is tax-free, totally tax-free, okay. and it's in a tax wrapper. So you want to start thinking, how else can I make money besides my general job as dentistry and putting using your ISA allowance every year which is currently £20,000 a year you might not use that full allowance but you might say I'm going to put £500 a month away and then use that to put some into a cash bank account but also maybe buy some shares with it okay Um, so tax-free saving is a very attractive thing that the government offers and um, I would certainly stress that it's a good way of saving for the future for your financial benefit okay and then i suppose the last kind of point here i want to make today is assuming you're doing all those things at some point you may want to start or buy your own dental practice um 
And I'd strongly, strongly suggest if you want to have your own business, only a dental practice can be very, very um, um, kind of rewarding, not just on a financial basis, but on a personal basis, you're building something, you're growing something, okay? And it's very exciting, run your own business. It's hard work, okay? Um, but I suppose the rule here is don't get carried away. Emotions are very high when I see people buying a dental practice. They want to get a practice. And as we all know, it's a very competitive market to buy a practice. So people get carried away and they'll sell, they'll pay 50 grand more or 100 grand more, or whatever, which is a lot of money, which you have to pay back at some point. Yeah. So be shrewd, be smart, get advisors such as our team to help you make the right decision for the right type of practice. Okay. So... In essence, if you're a young dentist out there, these are just some of the points I want to get across to you today um, for your career. You want your career to go well. And nine times out of 10, the problems that I see people making in their careers aren't necessarily clinical mistakes. It's usually financial mistakes. So hopefully today this gets a a few points across to you and gives you some food for thought. So so these these are my kind of tips for young dentists out there who are thinking about... um, their money and their career nine times out of ten the problems that dentists have never relate to clinical it quite often relates to the financial side of things bad bad financial management leads to bad financial decisions which leads to bad business decisions and life decisions so get your house in order get your finances in order and remember don't try and keep up the with the joneses um and uh, and uh be smart about it all and if you need any help on any of these things just give us a shout or um drop us an email yeah i'm sure i can vouch for all 20s uh, all 20 year olds who want to be their own practice owners and say that's bloody useful information really (laughs) cool because a lot of us are you know we're young we don't know what we're on about we haven't got the life experience like you have and all that lot so thank you so much for taking the time for talking with us and we'll catch you no worries no worries i'm trying to impart all my gray hairs to everybody okay (laughs) all right no worries see you later see you thanks george cheers Thanks for listening in to the Dental Business Guide podcast. We welcome your feedback. And if you're enjoying it, please let your friends know too. Until the next time on the Dental Business Guide podcast.